0: सहना ववदु सहनावभनक्तु सहवीर्यम् करवावहे तेजस्पिनावधी तमस्तुमा मिद्विशावहे ओम शांति 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 You banam Varshishthante Vasadrishigane Rabritam Brahmanishthai Ajariendrankarakalita Chinmudraman and the Rupam Swatma Mudita Vadanam Takshina Vata vita pisami pe bhumi bhage nishannam Sakalam munijananam Jnana dhataram arat Dakshina murti devam Janana marana dukhachedadakshanna mamami Chitram vata taro Vridha shishya gurur yuva gurus to maunam vyakyanam shishya stachinna samshayaha nidhaye serva vidyanam bhishaje bhavaro ginam guru ave serva loka namaha on pranavartha gya should that Yanaika moor the gay Nirmala Yaprashaan Tage? The Namaha Ishwaru Guru Rat Miti Moor the Vyoma Vyapta de Hogger, the Namaha. It was. Vishvampashyatikarya karanataya Swasvami sambandhata Shishyajaryataya Dhaiva pitraputra adhyatmana Vedataha Swapne jagrativaya esha purusho Maya paribhramitaha Tasmai Shri Guru Murthaye Namahidam Shri Dakshinamurthaye So now Vishwam Pashyati Karyakaranataya Pashyati And who Pashyati? Who is the one who sees? Pashyati means sees. Okay, so who is the one who sees? The one who sees is the one, you know, is the one that was described, the one who sees the Vishwa, the world, as all cut up, as, you know, cause, effect, etc., is the same one who, you know, saw the continuity. See, that is where, that's why the verses number 7 and 8 are very much linked together, because we need that connection. Otherwise, it makes no sense. So, what is the connection here? The connection is that, you know, the, the application of this logic or the nyaya of invariable concomitants, you know, which is called, you know, what is that, uh, Anvaya and Vyatireka. The method of Anvaya and Vyatireka is, is very important to ascertain this and come out of samsara to use that as a methodology. So, here the same person says, I woke up, I slept, I dreamt. And the same person, you know, who is showing me a photograph of himself, let us say an elderly gentleman who is showing me a photograph of himself when he was nine months old. And now the gentleman is 90 years old. Then, looking at the photograph, you can see the resemblance. Why? The baby in the photograph also had no hair and no teeth. So, like this, you know, you can see that, you know, the person who inhabits the body can, even though the memory is not quite there, can say, you know, this was me as a child. Do you remember when you were like this? With no teeth and no hair? No. But then how do you know it's you? Because I do know, I have been told. And then, so do you remember when you were two? No. Do you remember when you were three? Vaguely. Do you remember when you were four? Yes. So like this, the whole thing, you know, the the, the life can flash before one's eyes. The dream comes up and is remembered in the waking state. Because there is that I which is in the form of that Mahadipaswara, you know, the Mahadeepa, that shining light of consciousness, of awareness, which is the true meaning of the word I, shines in and through, perseveres in here, through all the states of, you know, waking, sleep, dream, you know, in the course of one day, and childhood, adulthood, and old age in the course of one's life. You know, so that I does not come to an end. And so what one has to do, through a little vichara, you know, shruti, you know, anusyuta yukti. So a logic that is not, uh, you know, opposed to the shruti. We see that, a logic that is connected to the shruti, is that this I doesn't come to an end. It's very. You don't need Vedanta for this. You can actually see this. That there is something variable, and it is you know it is the it is the the status of waker, dreamer sleeper it's the status it's the hood various hoods are the same are different but the one who inhabits the hood is the same and so this is you know this is pure logic but this logic is in keeping with the message of the shruti so we are able to we are able to appreciate this logic and we are able to uh, understand that You know, that that this is what is the bread and butter, the subject matter of Vedanta, the Tvampada Vichara, an, an inquiry and analysis into the word you, which has been vitiated by wrong thinking, wrong understanding. In other words, Anyatha Grahanam, there is a mistake committed upon the nature of the self, just like the mistake is committed upon the rope. And there is a projection of the snake on the rope, because I see my own fears projected on the rope. Similarly, I see my own negative fantasies and fears uh, projected on the eye. Ah, That's the idea. And so the one that dispels these, you know, that dispels Atma Ajnanam, is the one who is Dakshinamurthy, you know. And how this atma Agyanam is dispelled also, you know, is, is talked about very uh, nicely here and that's why the negative example is given in verse number 8, whose meaning we have seen yesterday, you know, the, at least the meaning of the words we have seen. And so, uh, how is this Agyanam dispelled? Through this Mudraya-Bhadraya or Bhadraya-Mudraya, both those Pathas are, you know, both those readings are okay. So then, Swatmanam prakati Taroti, the one that clarifies and manifests the nature of the Atma through this auspicious sign. This is what we were told in verse number seven. And so, my question now this 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 is important. So we are going to you know discuss this a little bit before we you know uh, go to verse number eight. So my question for you is that you know we, we have discussed in detail this agrahanam, agrahanam means not knowing the nature of the self and anyatha grahanam and therefore thereby making a mistake centered on the self you know saying I am no good, I am an idiot I am a donkey, I am a monkey and uh, I am sad, I am mad, I am bad these, these are what is you know this is the problem and so now how is the uh, you know So now my question to you is what do you think that this, whatever this symbolizes the teaching of Vedanta Tattva, Masi Mahavakya, Upanishads you know everything the works of Vedanta, the teaching of Vedanta what does it remove? Does it remove Huh? Listen carefully Does it remove Ajnanam? Not knowing the eye or does it remove Anyatha Jnanam? You know Therefore, thereby thinking that I'm a donkey, monkey, idiot, sad, mad, bad, angry, limited, etc. What does it remove? Huh? Some uh, clever people have said both. <laughs> yes, these Michigan people are very clever. Ah, so. But otherwise, we have what is called Koti Dvayam. We have a twofold fold uh, you know we have a, we have a disagreement here in our in our classroom there is a disagreement some people say it removes agyanam some people think it removes the it means the teaching of vedanta removes anyatha agrahanam or uh, you know not anyatha not anyatha agrahanam anyatha grahanam Yeah, agrahanam or anyatha grahanam okay so so does it remove anyatha grahanam or does it remove agrahanam, you know, this is there is this is actually a very interesting, you know, way to look at it. But the truth is what? It removes agnanam. The teaching is ah, because we, we go to the root, because what is the cause of anyatha grahanam? What is the cause of making myself think that, you know, coming to the wrong conclusion? What is the cause, in other words, let's go back to the example You know, What is the cause of, you know, seeing the rope snake on the rope? Not knowing the rope? Yeah! Not knowing the rope is the primal cause because of which I see some snake Correct? Whether it's a rope or a stick or a, you know, whatever it is String or a hose pipe, doesn't matter what the Adhisthana is Correct? So the adhyasa, the projection, is on that which is unknown, which is kind of full, not fully known, not known as itself. Because of why, in the example, low light conditions, and in that which is exemplified, the atma is not known. Why? Again, low light or no light conditions, the atma is known as I, but the I joins the balya, balya vastha, Praudhavasta, Vriddavastha. I identifies with a waker. I identifies with a dreamer and gets scared. I identifies with anxiety and gets worried. What will happen to me in the future? Oh my god, oh my god, oh, oh you know permanently OMG. Correct? the Anyatha Granam, you know, goes, you know. But, it does. it is not the target of Vedanta Shastra, uh, it is aj- 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 Ajnana Nivritti, that is the target of Vedanta Shastra, the removal of Ajnanam, Natu Anyadha Oh, But why not? Because as they pointed out, it goes. You need to remove that which is universal, not that which is a, a particular manifestation. So what is universal is, I don't know the truth of myself. Each one can say that. I suffer from Atma Ajnanam. Each one can say that, right? Ah. But then, what about Anyatha Ajnanam? That is where there is differences. So the person who is, you know, from, who is of a, uh, you know, of a particular culture in a particular community will have a particular manifestation of an jnanam that is different from somebody else living some other place at some other point in time. So for example, you know, somebody, you know, this is just an example, made up example. Somebody in America can think, you know, why don't I do this right? I'm an idiot. And somebody in India can think, you know, I'm always being, you know, targeted and I'm not okay and people don't like me and whatever. So the Anyatha Gyanam is many, many kinds of things. One person thinks I'm a monkey. The other person thinks, no, 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 I'm a donkey. The third person thinks I'm an idiot. The fourth person thinks, why me? The fifth person thinks, you know, what's wrong with me? Sixth person thinks, when will I get some love? I am not, I am unlovable and I am unloved. Seventh person thinks, you know, you know, no, no, I'm, I'm loved, but you know, I don't love anybody else. So this is all Anyatha jnana. So this is all various manifestations. This is what is called, you know, this is not anvaya. Uh, this is yatireka. This is these are the differences. So again, we can use the same methodology and see that in and through all these various grahanams, various catching of the eye as not good enough, not tall enough, not, to, you know, eye that is identified with the body, eye that is identified with the mind, eye, 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 eye so many, you know, iterations of the wrong eye. Then, if you, if the Vedanta Shastra was interested in removing the wrong iterations as its primary focus, then it will not get anywhere because as many heads are there, in each head is a, let's say, hundred iterations, wrong iterations of the eye. <laughs> I'm as good as a child, I'm as good as this, I'm as good as the body, I'm as good as the stage, I'm, I'm not loved, I'm a donkey, I'm a monkey, like this. So in each head there are 100 wrong conclusions, wrong understandings. And then what? And then how many heads are there? You know, 7 billion heads. So if the focus of Vedanta Shastra was removing Anyatha Grahanam, we would be here till the cows came home and went back until the Jagat resolved. And then there is the then we will be in an unenviable position of Anir Moksha Prasangaha. There is no moksha possible. Why? Because you cannot remove each and everything. If you keep a, keep on removing each and everything, you know it's like that Rakta Bija Sura, there was one Rakshasa one demon, and this demon, you know, you, you who had some boon, you know, from, uh, from some uh, Vishnu, Mahavishnu or something, that if e- even a drop, if somebody tries to kill me, and a drop of blood is shed on the ground, thousand uh, clones will rise up of myself. So, how can you, you know you had to kill him in a bloodless way <laughs> because otherwise one drop of blood you know you could not shoot him stab him or hit him with a bow and you know arrow you could not do that why because one blood would fall and then what you know then uh, uh, he would he would multiply into uh, 100 Raktabi Jasura, all clones yes so, they, I, I suppose they had a concept of DNA in the blood, you know, suddenly, you know, being able to instantly clone himself. And I think finally, um, Indra stuns him with Vajra, you know, paralyzes him and then he dies in a bloodless way, uh, so that he doesn't reproduce uh, reproduce himself any longer. So, like this, the wrong notions, you know, this is what Sura represents. He represents all the ragad, and all the Kalmasas, all the various wrong conclusions, which crowd each and every head. So, we cannot go into the each and every head, as you know, along with Vedanta Shastra, armed with the Vedanta Shastra, and then, <laughs> and then go and try to, you know, kill, quote unquote, all these notions. What we have to kill is that which Causes the notions, uh, <laughs> which causes the notions, and that is only one thing to kill, and that is what? Agyanam. So this is, you know, this is what the whole thing is. And then, you know, the, uh, you know, when that Agyanam is cut through, then what happens? You know, that is the master stroke. Everything goes, you know, everything goes. So like for example, you know, if somebody is having, let's say, somebody is, you know, having cancer and because of that they are having lot of symptoms. Why? Because there is a tumour and that tumour is pressing, let's say, against some other organs. So then, so many symptoms will be there. They are feeling faint, they are feeling breathless, they are feeling, you know, uh, sick, fatigued and, uh, you know, disinterested in food, all these things. So then, you know what will the doctor do? The doctor will not, you know, give them a digestive enzyme to take care of the, you know, the the the, the digestive problems, and then give them a little whatever you know, uh, energy booster, some ashwagandha or something like that. And then you, you you know you can't treat, especially a holistic doctor. You know, that's why we have seen here. You know, uh, Disha Jay Bhavaro Gina. So, this is Bhava Roga. This is what we saw that the doctor of the disease of samsara and the disease of samsara is Anyatha Grahanam. It has many symptoms, many manifestations, but the root cause is this tumor called Ajnanam. So, then Ajnananivritya through the removal of Ajnanam, Adhyasa Nivritti. Adhyasa means wrong projections. Projections. So you can't sit and remove, the focus of Vedanta Shastra is not removing the projections. We accept the projections and we know that they will go in the wake of the knowledge. Just like when you see the rope, you know, when you are shown the rope, when the person who is jumping up and down due to fear is shown the rope, then what happens, you know, then the snake by itself, goes the Nerasana, the removal of the snake doesn't have to be a uh, you know that doesn't have to be another effort in one effort in one fell swoop everything goes Rope snake goes the sliminess of the snake goes the bands or rings around the snake's body goes the scaliness of the snake goes and the flickering tongue of the rope snake also goes in the wake of the knowledge, this is rope. You know? Ah. <laughs> and so once you know this is rope, there is no more A But then if I keep trying to convince you it, it, it is not slimy, it is not this, it is not that. That's not enough. That's why the Upanishads have the neti neti bhakya because one is so distraught, first I have to tell you this is not a snake. Upanishad tells you this is not a snake. But then that's why Sukham so Shantam, you know, Niravadyam, and all these, you know, akled, ayam, you know, Ashoshyoyam, achedyoyam. this is all Bhagavad Gita, then, you know, nityam sarvabibhum Shantam, Sanatanam, these are all positive words, so the two go in tandem, and even though the neti neti words are used, you know, the focus of the Shastra, is to get you ready to drop the Ajnanam, is to help you drop the Ajnanam in whose wake everything goes. And then why are we talking about it? Because in the, you know, why is this important? Because in verse number 8, the fellow says, Vish, Vishvam Pashyati, you know, Kidrisham Vishvam Pashyati, Pashyati. So four ways of looking at the word, these are all uh, anyatha grahanam. Four ways are there of looking at this world. at least four are discussed. There are many many uh, you know examples of anyatha grahanam. Like fabric was cause of what? Your shirt and then what? From the standpoint of yarn, fabric is effect. And then you keep looking at it. You look at it from the standpoint of even psychology. Let's say the person has problems. And then the problems, um, you know, problems of feeling confident. Problems of feeling, uh, you know, um, having a a certain kind of a way to, uh, you know, manifest themselves, present themselves in the world. It is not there. They are always worried. They are always anxious. They are always hanging back. They are not able to, you know, represent themselves. Then, you know, let's say that person goes, he or she goes to, the, they go to the therapist, and the therapist will say, "This is because of the problem of your childhood." So then, so the effect is what: no confidence and, uh, you know, withdrawn, intro. What is that called? Int- not introspective, introvert. Yeah. So introverted, withdrawn. This is the this is the person. And so they go to the therapist, and the therapist says, you are an introvert, why? Because of your childhood. So you were the last child, and then you had all boisterous, you know, brothers growing up, who were dominant. Your parents were also dominant, and then, you know, and then therefore what? You were not able to, you were not able to prevail. And so you you were bullied as a child, and then so what, you know, it's problems with the parents mostly, and so that, so you, you know, so now your underconfidence, you know, is what, is a effect, is a result, and what is the cause of that? The, you know, father issues, father, you know, physically beating you when you were a child because you didn't listen to him or didn't obey him. And so the father is the cause, or the mother is the cause, or the primary caregivers are the cause. (laughs) So then what? And then, so now the primary caregivers in the form of mother, father are the cause, and then the child's or, you know, or this person's underconfidence is the effect. But really, are the parents the cause? Because then the, you, you go and ask the parents, why did you mess up the bringing up this giant? You know, let's say. And let's say that they are honest. And they say, yeah, we didn't do a good job. Why? Because we were bullied when we were children. We were bullied, and you know, or my mother was, you know, dominant, and my father was unavailable, and I was neglected, and therefore, I, I just need control in my life because nothing in my childhood. This is the mother and the father talking. Nothing in my childhood, either the mother or the father or both. You can think. Let's say the father. Father says nothing in my childhood was un, in in control. Every day moving from here and there, and every day not knowing anything stable. And so, I made my life in such a way that when I got married and started my family, I wanted to control everything so that everything would be predictable and I would feel, you know, comfortable and safe. So, that's why I unleashed my control over the children, control them so that for my own reasons of safety. Let's say they said that and so now what now that which was the effect the cause the cause which is the the parental bullying has now become what the effect so what is the cause their parental issues and then if you if those parents are alive grandparents now we are at generation number 3 so we are in the you know we are we are going up and then, you let's say the grandparents are alive, they will say, we just did what our parents did. And then you ask the great-grandparents, why did you raise your children that way? Oh, this is a family legacy. We are all just, you know, we all believe in putting our children down so that we can thrive. <laughs> yeah, so this is a kind of a, what is that, a, a narcissistic picture. And that, that is how it happens, you know, narcissism runs in families and runs in generations really, and so, you know, and there is all kinds of ways in which this is manifested, so it's impossible, you know, that's why psychology, you know, gives up its head, psychology gets tired, and takes a nap, and and tells Vedanta, you please deal with this person, (laughs) yeah, tells Dakshina Murthy, you please, you know, do some, show some signs, show some signs of life for the person and then bring them back because i am so exhausted because i don't know now what is cause what is effect it's all like a you know it's it's like a it's like a ball of yarn that has been gone through by a kitten so then what happens the kitten you know first you give the ball of yarn to a small kitten to play and then you go out of the room and come back And then you don't know the difference between where the kitten is and where the ball of yarn is. Both of them are just hopelessly entangled. So like this, the cause and effect are hopelessly entangled. (laughs) And yet, you know, why? Because that which is cause has now become the effect and that which is effect is now the cause. And it is circular. Just look at the, you know, forget psychology, just look at the tree and the seed. And What is there? In the tree and the seed, you know. What is the cause of tree? Uh, Seed? Yeah. And what is the cause of seed? Tree. Another tree. And what is the cause of that? Another tree. Yet another seed. That which is, you know. And what is the cause of yet another uh, seed? Yet another, another tree. You have to keep going in what is called an infinite regress. And the infinite regress is the ocean of samsara which is really a notion of samsara. And so the doctor, you know, in the form of Lord Dakshinamurthy, cannot really remove each and every notion. The whole thing goes, the whole thing goes in one fell swoop, knowing that there is no ocean. That is the only notion, because in the ocean, you know, you cannot keep removing the sharks, etc, because the sharks and all, really, if Ajnanam itself is Mithya, what about Anyatha Jnanam? It is Mithya within Mithya, it is Pratibhasika. That is the way to look at it. <laughs> so you can't remove Pratibhasika's objective reality. You remove so-called the, the empirical reality of not knowing the Atma. You know, in the absence of which, the person will continue to see the world as divided into cause and effect, and keep arguing about that also, and then after that, what? And then, you know, swaswami sambandhataha vishwam, and so then mine, not yet mine, I've explained this a little bit yesterday. The, you belong to me, how can a person belong to another person? But that's frequently, that is what is talked about. And in, uh, you know, and we are so much ahead of that in the Hindu tradition, you know. But in the uh, Western uh, world, in, in, uh, in uh, England, etc., uh, women and children were property, were property of men. Until, you know, until uh, so many of these laws were removed in 18th century and all, women were property of men. And we still find that in, uh, what is that, in uh, Middle East countries, such as Saudi Arabia, etc. And, you know, women have to take permission before they step out of the house. You have to have a letter of a male guardian, either the brother, even if it's a younger brother, either the brother or the mother or the father or the husband, some male in the life has to say, she has permission to leave the country, she has permission to go to from one city to another so because any time they can ask you to produce this paper but we you know we have not had this uh, feeling that women are property or children are property but still you know we we have that adhyasa this this is my family it belongs to me you are an outsider. <laughs> you know and so this is that uh, thinking and so swaswami sambandhah I am the I am the owner of this and even if it's not a person, I'm the owner of money and what is this money? <laughs> you know this money is, is is non-existent money you are the owner of. Why non-existent money because it keeps you know first of all, you don't even know where it is. It's all anumana. your wealth is all anumana because nobody keeps gold bars under the you know mattress anymore. It's all somewhere. It's either in your bank account in whichever place you live or in a bank account in Cayman Island or some of these, uh, you know, what is that? These uh, tax havens, Switzerland, Cayman Islands, you know, all these places, Bahamas, all these places you can keep the money and nobody will, you know, uh, and you can have a private account and nobody will know how much wealth you have. And so this is, you know, you, you have to have it there. And then how, how will you know that your wealth is intact? They will send one monthly statement which will come through the, you know, electronically. And then you look at it and say, ha, it's just a bunch of figures. And so like this, you know, so this money, you know, money doesn't belong to you. How how do you know this? Because what comes, goes. <laughs> yeah, it goes immediately. In fact, your body even doesn't belong to you. What to talk of Money. Even with the body, you have a swami sambandha. I am the owner of this body. This body is mine. It doesn't belong to you, because you can't do it as you like with this body. In fact, if you cut your hair in a certain way, the significant other will object. What is this? You know, do you want me to, you know, have a embarrassment, embarrassing situation with my friends? You're not coming like that with me, you know. And same thing with children. Children are seen as extensions of the, the, you know, uh, parents. And the children also see the parents, you know, they have a claim to the parents' body. You know, I came out of this body, so this body belongs to me. And the spouse can say, you know, I am married to this body. So this body, part of this body belongs to me. Children can say that, spouse can say that and then the even the bacteria in the in the intestines say that this is our ancestral property we have lived here for generations therefore this body belongs to me so many claimants and so really this vaswami sambandhata is another form of our expression of anyathagnana and then what you know so karyat karanataya paschati swasma pasyati then what this is a big this is a big pasyati therefore we will leave that for a little later then let us look at this pitra putra pasyati so also one more Veda, you know pita and putra pita means father or mother and then what putra son or daughter so nobody is permanently mother, correct? When the grandmother comes into the room, you should see the mother. The mother quickly changes how she behaves because in relation to the grandmother, she is no longer mother, she is only daughter. Uh, in relation to her daughter, she is mother. Like this. And so, So you see, nobody is permanently mother, nobody is permanently father, and nobody is permanently putra child either. Because the child grows up, he or she then gets married, and he or she has his or her own children, and then they, they become Mata Pita. And so, you know, so therefore, you cannot say that this is mother, and I am a mother, I am a father. Because one, nobody is permanently mother or father. And this is a very important caveat for all Indian parents. <laughs> because they have trouble letting go. They know when to start parenting. But they don't know when to let go. And this mantra, this verse, this stanza teaches how to let go. (laughs) Yes. Because you are not a permanent mother or a permanent father. You have to let go. And uh, you know, when to let go? At age 50. Oh, when I am 50... That would be ideal, but it's not possible. So let us say, when the so called child is 50 years old, please let go. <laughs> let go. No, but they'll make mistakes. Let them make mistakes. It is their karma, it is their life. L- give them, you know, you have given them an education, you have made them stand on their feet. Let go. <laughs> So, this Veda, you know, these are all spoofs. These are all pratibhasika. You know, based on the Vyavaharika Sattva of Agnanam. Vyavaharika Sattva means a certain empirical reality is there, you know, of Agnanam. But it is, it too is Mithya. And then Anyatha Jnanam is Mithya within Mithya. Because it is a personalized, you know, customized Agnanam. Is Anyatha Jnanam. You know. Let's say you're buying something on the internet, and then, you know, before you choose, uh, the before you go to the checkout, then there is one area, customization. Let's say you order some visiting cards or something like that, you know, and then there is one stock card that comes, but then there is an area, customization. You want to put your own logo of your company, you're welcome to do that. You want to put some image, you're welcome to do that. You want to choose a different font, you're welcome to do that. Ah. So the stock visiting card of the samsari says, Agnani. <laughs> I don't know myself, I suffer from Agnanam. And then the Anyatha Agnanam, therefore I'm a donkey, therefore I'm an idiot, is the customization of this visiting card. Why visiting card? Because you have come as a jiva into samsara flashing this card. You know, I am a jiva. You know, that's a stock card. And then you can choose the paper, you can choose the look and glossy finish, matte finish, all these things. This is the customization of the Ajnaanam, which is Anyatha And so the customization is being talked about, some common customization options. Darshanam, <laughs> of this Vishwam, you know, looking at everything as cause effect, looking at everything as, you know, in watertight compartments. And then what? You know, uh, then the taya Pashyati, Saswami Pashyati, and then what? Pitraputra Dhyatmana Pashyati. So, you know, I am a child, I am, you know, permanent child for the parents. Nobody is a permanent child for the parents. Yet, when one is with the parents, we will, will behave like a permanent child. That has to stop, really. And that's why the parent keeps. Parenting, because the child behaves like a child. <laughs> so, <laughs> the so-called child behaves like a child. The adult behaves like a child in res- with respect to the parents. And then the last one, which is a biggie, Shishya, Charya, Pashyati. This is a biggie because, you know, we are all into Guru and Shishya and Guru and Shishya and everything. And the Gurus themselves are deluded. Most of the so-called Gurus are deluded. Because they want to hold on to the Shishyas and not let them go anywhere. If you are studying with me, you shouldn't go here, you shouldn't go there. What is this, you know? This is against Vaswami Samgandhataha, you see that? So such delusion, if it is there in anyone who calls themselves as a teacher, this is very dangerous. Because you hold on to the person, just like you, you know, then why did you become a teacher? You could have just got married and had children and been like everyone else, holding on to the children. And so many gurus, so-called gurus, you know, they address the people as, Oh, my child. <laughs> ah. You know, Oh, ye children. How did they become, you know, children? And the gurus also, you know, then they and the so-called uh, students also address, they, they insist, you, you, you have to address me as Mataji and Pitaji. Why? Don't you have Mataji and Pitaji? Don't you have your own parents? Why do you need another mother father? No, no, but I want to study. Yes, go find a teacher, you know. You don't need to replace your mother and father. Well, my mother and father were not ideal. So, how are you going to address this? Your mother and father were not ideal? Okay, I respect that. You know, I empathize with that. I can sympathize with that. No problem. You know, nobody's mother father is ideal. Okay, maybe you had a short end of the stick and your mother, father were far from ideal, let us say. How are you going to fix it? You're going to replace and get yourself adopted by some uh, you know someone who calls themselves Mataji, Pitaji, whatever you know because you you, you missed out on some love at age five. so at age fifty five you just go uh, under the grip of some somebody who is touting themselves as a universal parent. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> not needed, you know, this would be just again, you know, within samsara, you're still addressing the subjective problem, the pratibhasika you're addressing, you're not addressing the, the root cause, badly treated by the mother and father, that is not the root cause, or the, those scars are still with me, that is not the root cause, the root cause is I am personalizing those cars. I am owning up those cars. With those cars, I have a swaswami sambandha. I am the owner of these scars. I am the owner of my past. And this past is a dim, dull, difficult past. Why dim, dull, difficult? Because the past is in 3D. It's <laughs> a so 3D past that is flashing before my eyes. It's dim, dull, and difficult. And so, what are you going to do? The dim, dull, and difficult past. You have to go to a teacher who will make a repast of the past. Who will help you to make a repast of the past? Yeah. Odanam So this is the Brahma Jnani, You know where all the hierarchies. This is brahmana. This is kshatriya. This is parent. This is apparent. All these hierarchies are what are are like rice and dal. You know, they just, you know, mix it up and swallow it, they have made a repast of the past and all the categories, this is Kathopanishad, very inimitably said, everything is a repast, no more past because I have swallowed it in the wake of the knowledge that I'm, you know, that this is not, you know, uh, real. What is real is this, aha mahamiti, anta which is the cause of the universe, which is myself alone, that light of consciousness is myself, everything else is a projection, and I withdraw my identification with the projection by walking back the I from the past to the present now, 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 which is in the form of all, you know, uh, all unending, limitless, awareness and so that is how to you know that is the kind of guru to look for not somebody who will you know fulfill supposedly your parental fantasies this is this is very difficult because this is a you know I see it as a bane in the society I see that and so many times the people will also the gurus so-called gurus will tout themselves as you know having a hold over their quote-unquote children this is, you know, ridiculous. And then besides, point number two, nobody is a permanent Shishya. Shishya Charyataya pasyati. Can you be a permanent Shishya? No. If you were a permanent Shishya, then there is no more Vedanta. <laughs> because all the gurus that were there, you know, I don't know how they were there, but anyhow, let's assume that they were there, they all gave up their bodies in time, and then the Shishya continued to be Shishya. <laughs> Not possible. Just like the Putra becomes pita, you know, the, the, the child becomes an adult and becomes a parent. And similarly what? The Shishya learns and then becomes the next Guru, and then has their own Shishyas, who then become Gurus. This is how the Parampara grows. The Parampara doesn't grow with the psychophant, you know. Uh, uh psychophants or some uh, you know people with narcissistic fantasies who are uh, who have who uh, who are very charismatic and then gather a big group of uh, shishyas and to make them permanently shishyas so that they can feel good you know that is that is manipulation that is rank manipulation you know so therefore you know deriding anybody i'm just you know pointing out what the, the you know what the verse is saying Shishya acharyataya darshanam is what? Is a manifestation of adhyanam. Because what if anything, what Lord Dakshinamurti teaches is that you know you are that whole and that same you in the form of consciousness is manifest as Shishya is manifest as acharya teacher. Same consciousness. And then what? So it's all one. That same Dakshinamurthi alone is Shishya. That same Dakshinamurthi in the form of consciousness is Acharya. And what is the bheda here? Body bheda, Status bheda. And then, you know, so this Ekikaranam. Ekikaranam means what? This, you know, seeing everything as one, you know, has to be there at the level of all hierarchies. And then elsewhere in the Shastra it is said, just because you know you know you are one with your teacher, that doesn't mean it should be it should be enacted on the level of ajara. There is a caveat in the Shastra. Don't do Eki Karanam, Eki Karanam maabhoot let there be no, you know, oneness on the level of Vyavahara you know, when you deal with the teacher, when you deal with the one that has given you knowledge and why is that? Because, you know one, you know one doesn't need to do this because one knows that the achara the prescribed ways of greeting the teacher etc is is all you know is all mithya one knows that it is a dependent reality one knows that and so therefore you know that's one reason why this is not practiced. And secondly, you don't want to, as a student who has gained the knowledge, you have the responsibility to show the way to, uh, you know, deal with the teacher, you know, for all other students. And then knowledge brings in humility. And so one is ever grateful to the teacher. And so, uh, so on the level of achara, the oneness is not practiced. On the level of cognition, the oneness is soundly present. Soundly present, and so therefore, all these vedas, this shishya, acharya, pita, putra, mata, duhita, all these things are gone, you know, should be gone, <laughs> and then but they are not gone. Why, you know, they are not gone because this purusha is is confused, deluded by what? Maya. <laughs> Maya here is Agyanam Avarna Shakti. Avarna is Agyanam, Vikshepa is Anyatha Agyanam on the level of the individual, the projection. Yeah, projection goes, you know the snake slithers away when the rope is 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 taught? You know, when the person is taught, this is rope. Aropa goes away, <laughs> and so here, you know, the uh, the the beauty of this is that you know all these things. When you are able to see this, uh, when you are seeing these divisions, that means what the person is: paribrahmataha, Brahmitaha confused, deluded, paribrahmataha. Nicely confused. Confu- Pari means paritaha on all sides. Wherever you look, you say he or she, they see differences, they see divisions. So all rounded delusion, the person suffering from nice, nice delusion and the person is an all rounder where it comes to being deluded. Such a person is what? The truth of that person's Atma, even the one who doesn't know, even the one who knows wrongly, is nothing but Lord Dakshinamurti. So what is the separation from the Lord and this confused person? The confusion itself, the Ajnanam is the separating factor. There is no separating factor between Jiva and Ishvara other than Ajnanam. So, you know, uh, uh, uh pashyati sees everything separate separate but then what so the then the uh, because when the maya is removed the person no longer sees anything separate very beautiful very very nice mantra and this agyanam itself is uh, you know is is is, uh, is that which is opposed to atmagnanam yeah agyanam is opposed Ajnanam, it doesn't have a sattah of its own. It, Ajnanam is not a parallel reality. It is op- it is that which is opposed to knowledge. Ajnanam. Ignorance is opposed to knowledge. Because if the ignorance, you know, was there coexisting along with knowledge, then there would be two things. <laughs> uh, but ignorance and knowledge are like, you know, darkness and light. In the presence of light, Darkness cannot exist in the presence of knowledge, ignorance, you know, slithers away, goes away. It joins the rope's lake. Both of them go and have a cup of tea, uh, uh, Agyanam and anyatha agnanam, somewhere. Out of mind, out of sight. So, this is, this is something important to remember. Ignor- you know, ignorance is not lack of knowledge. Ignorance is opposed to knowledge. Because, you know, if... You know, if ignorance, you know, if, if knowledge began, we, we, that's why knowledge is anadi. Ignorance is also anadi because if ignorance had a beginning, then we are in trouble. If ignorance had a beginning, then what was there before ignorance? Knowledge. Then that knowledge which turns into ignorance, what is the guarantee it won't turn into ignorance again? Huh? and So therefore, this has to be very clearly understood because the, here is again a lot of area of misunderstanding ignorance and knowledge are opposed to each other and ignorance can only have a leg to stand on as long as knowledge doesn't come into the picture into the individual head this is not that one person gets uh, the knowledge and everybody is you know, enlightened, so to speak no, not possible because where is the ignorance manifest? it's not manifest in society but it is there in society because everybody is behaving Ah, Everybody is behaving, so that means what? They are all behaving as though they are ignorant So there is the manifestation of ignorance In the individual jiva's buddhi ah, And that buddhi where the ignorance is eradicated Can say I am no longer ignorant And that buddhi which says I am no longer ignorant Dakshinamurti. that buddhi over which the Rahu, the eclipse of Ajnanam is there, still Dakshinamurti. <laughs> and what is the eclipse of ign- uh, ignorance, again it's the Maya Shakti, of avidya, you know, of Dakshinamurti alone, and so like this, you know, very, uh, very deep and beautiful, you know, understanding, and the next verse is kind of going to bring us back to the, to the, you know, name and form of the Lord for the sake of Upasana, just reiterating that. So we'll read that today and then we will see it tomorrow. Ghuram Bham Syanalo Nilom Baram Ghuram a- a- Bham Syanalo Nilom Baram Aharnatho Himam Shufpuman Ityabhati Characaratma Kamidam yasyaiva murtyashtakam vanyat kinjana vidyate Rashatam yasmat parasmat vibhoho tasmai shri guru murtaye namaitam shri dakshinamurtaye you know, so, Buhu earth, you know, Buhu so, you ambhamsi know, Waters, analaha, fire, and then anilaha, air, vayu, and then um, uh, ambaram. Ambaram means actually cloth, but here it means that which clothes the mother earth, that which is the sari for mother earth, which is space. Ambaram, aharnathaha, the lord of the day, the sun, and himam shuhu, himam shuhu, the cool one, the moon and then finally Puman, the person, so this is the seven aspects of the Lord that we have seen, you know, the five elements, the sun, moon and then what? The person looking at the Lord, uh, because without which the Lord is not complete. And so in, from the standpoint of name and form, these seven components, sorry, these eight components make up the Lord. Seven, you know, five elements, two celestials and the one who is, you know, worshipping the worshipper, meaning the sanakadi, the, the sages sitting at the feet, because the teacher is the manifestation, so how can you be teacher without the shishyas being there, and how can this consciousness which the Lord manifests, you know, be received without that consciousness manifest again as the receiver or the person who is looking at the Lord, and so the Jiva, Ishvara, are both, you know, there in Bhagavan, and to show that this is the eightfold murti, iti aabhati, this is how Lord Dakshina Murti manifests, where chara-charatmakam, you know, idam, in this jagat, which is full of, you know, animated and unanimated things, sentient and insentient things. This eightfold murti is moving around in everything that is there. And and besides, na anyat kinchit vidyate an, anyat kinchana na vidyate you know, anyat kinchana uh, kinch, na uh, uh, anyat kinchana na vidyate nothing other than this is there for whom? vimrasatam, for the ones that are, what? you know, the, that are uh, discriminating and an, anyat kinchana vidyate from what, you know? So, uh, nothing other than what? Other than Yasmat, other than Vibho Vibhoho. So, Lord Dakshinamurti here is now, you know, taken to the level of Parameshwara, is a manifestation of Ishvara, And other than this Ishwara, nothing is there in this universe for the one who knows. Unto this Guru, my prostrations, my salutations, we'll be seeing this tomorrow. Om pur, Purnamidam, Purnat, Purnamadachyate, Purnasya. पुर नमः दाग पुर Harihi Om ओम शांति शांति